Oh, hello. This is convicted arsonist Victoria Tyler, and I'm here to tell you about Kyrgyz. Kyrgyz makes the best slippers in human history, and frankly, I'm furious at everyone who doesn't own a pair. Put your feet in something sweet today, folks. <laughs> Just go to Kyrgyz.com, K-Y-R-G-I-E-S.com, and use the promo code NOTHING in all caps to receive 15% off each and every order you place. You use your feet every single day. Isn't it time you finally start taking care of them? Don't be an idiot. Go to Kyrgyz.com. Again, that's K-Y-R-G-I-E-S.com. And use the promo code NOTHING in all caps. Kyrgyz.com. They're ready to believe you. International. Benjamin C. Cholock, professor of philosophy and, you know what, fuck it, medical doctor at, <laughs> <laughs> at Princeton University. Hi, I'm Ben Cholock, medical doctor. That sounds like a, uh, like a 50s, one of those 50s serials you'd see on TV. <laughs> medical doctor. Ben Cholock, medical doctor. Scapel. Uh, yeah, now, yeah, but I'm I, like Doogie Howser, but I'm not even... I'm not even a licensed. Yeah, you're like Dewey Hauser. <laughs> put the kibosh on that immediately. <laughs> you're 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 just like Dewey Hauser, except you never went to med school. Never, yeah, never, I never even tried. Not for a second. <laughs> I didn't even try to do that. No, why would you? <laughs> and also, my brother is a medical doctor. <laughs> yeah, your brother is an actual doctor. which yeah. is hilarious. He did that. He he did that uh, for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> it takes so long to be a doctor. Well, it fucking that is better. so fuck. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Whenever people are like, "Oh, it takes so long," it's like, "Well, you're 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 putting you know it's people's lives are in your hands." Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I I am like, I think I'm too OCD to be a doctor. Also, the lot then the in the profound <laughs> lack of training. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> also, yeah, the, like for me, the um my like almost like phobia level uh, aversion to gore and like yeah and like because you have to see so much gore as a yeah, doctor i have to imagine like, it... i don't like it that <laughs> i don't like seeing that i don't like horror movies and shit like i don't like that yeah. shit <laughs> i don't what do you think doctors do when they go home like and they just like if i if i worked in like the er or whatever i would just come home and like sit down and just stare at a wall and be like well there's no blood on this wall yet i'm, I'm sure there are a lot of doctors out there who manage to like you know self-medicate or or yeah <laughs> have some sort of like self-therapies that are self-pleasure sure <laughs> or self-like you know <laughs> or self help me forget that <laughs> help me forget what i just saw yeah um but anyway <laughs> this is a philosophy podcast <laughs> yeah where we're not where we don't give out advice about medical stuff no why would we and we shouldn't <laughs> i think no. there's a law against that uh but is welcome there? welcome my main man. Hello. <laughs> to uh, episode 120 of I Learn Nothing, a philosophy podcast for idiots. Yes. Yeah. Uh, just to try to get the name out there. But anyway, doctors are weird. 
Yeah, I just feel like if I was one, the second that, like, on my first day, okay, I go in, I'm like, all right, Dr. Dean, let's do this. And I, like, diagnose somebody, and I'm like, oh, shit, I know that I know this shit. I studied this. I know what this is. Yeah. 100%, I know that it's fill in the blank. Yeah, yeah. And then the first person would be like, are you sure? I'd be like, oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> well, th- yeah, that's kind of why doctors, I think, are dicks, you know? Yeah, like a lot of them are pretty like self confident, and it's like I I should kind of hope so. Like, yeah, but it would the be thing weird about... if you were like an indecisive doctor. Oh God, you know, <laughs> they like exist. I don't know what it is. You know, they <laughs> it's exist. Like, you're supposed to know. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Well, it's basically like I don't know, man. I and the thing about doctors is that they do get annoyed at you, but at the same time, you get annoyed at them. because it's, it's like because the, yeah. they'll be like, oh, and it's, you know what's wrong, and you're like, I don't, I don't know how do I explain this. You're the doctor. <laughs> Well, yeah, but you're supposed Fuck to like you. at least say like this hurts or whatever. I, do, I mean, I don't know how to express that. <laughs> that like, if it's not, that is the if it's not a very obvious that thing, that's such an Irish thing. Well, <laughs> I don't know how to describe pain. <laughs> yeah, that or we're way too good at it at describing it. I well, no, I mean like if I have like a medical issue, sometimes I don't even know what's wrong, so I don't even know what to ask for. Yeah, and you can't help what doesn't <laughs> want help. You know? Yeah, that's true. What if you like if you can't you can't describe your symptoms? So you're like, can, uh, can I can I sing for you? Can I sing it for you? Yeah, <laughs> just sing about the mountains and stuff. What if I just sat down? Like, I don't know what this means. What I if can't... the doctor was like, oh, so what seems to be bothering you today? And I was just like, I'm I'm just not happy. <laughs> You'd be like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, that's what like psychiatry is supposed to I be. I know. <laughs> that's why that's such a fucking daunting task. Yeah. Because like, can you imagine? Because that's like everyone being like, hey, I'm not like satisfied. So you're supposed to fix this, right? Every and they're time, like, I don't know how to do that. Every time I've been in therapy, which has been numerous, uh-huh. uh, and the therapist has like an answer for me, I'm always like, where the fuck did you get that from? Because sometimes <laughs> well, I'll think, what, what would I have mean? done? Like, cause I'll, like, like in a like, good way or in a bad way? In a good way. Like I'll sit there <laughs> and I'll say something, and then I'll be like, I don't know how to fix this. And then they'll be like, well, here's one option. And I'm like, holy shit, how'd you do that? It's like pulling a <laughs> rabbit out of a hat. You must be like a really easy patient. Me? Yeah, because like yeah. I feel like most people are just like, oh yeah, I definitely thought about doing that. I just don't want to. I, <laughs> and no. you're just genuinely like, I never thought of that. No, no. And then the th- then the therapist is like, huh? And then like I'll be like, well, the one thing my last therapist uh, what was very funny with her. I never noticed. I do is that I'd be talking to her about something and I'd go, yeah, this shit, it just fucking blows my mind that people can do that. That's crazy. And she's like, your mind is always being blown. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I, I walk outside, I see like a car and I'm like, holy shit. Wait, did she say that? Did she say the, the yes. words, your mind is always being blown? Yeah, you're like, you're constantly like, your mind's constantly being blown. And I'm like, yeah, it's weird. Imagine having a constantly filleted mind. <laughs> yeah okay well anyway speaking of therapy yes uh we're talking about a guy who, oh, no. who required a lot of it really <laughs> yeah so we're talking about a very uh a very Patrick interesting Dean? <laughs> no oh. <laughs> we should have said about me that'd be really funny and i'll just comment on myself it'd be fucking i wouldn't like that at all actually i would never mind i'm canceling this <laughs> yeah no i kind of like this idea do you know that for years and because <laughs> i want to make up i want to like try to like uh distill your philosophy just sure. from your actions <laughs> well my uh and then and then pitch it to you <laughs> there's a, a man 
who lives here in Austin, who does stand-up comedy. His name is Taylor Dowdy. <laughs> Taylor Dowdy is the most unlucky son of a bitch who has ever yeah. s- scraped up against a wall in this fucking stupid world. Like, he's yeah. everything... Like, he had a building fall on his car. It, it's, it's, it, he seems like the kind of guy who, like, he's the sperm who got to the egg only because the sperm that was, like, leading just, like, suddenly had a heart attack. Yeah. And yeah. Then he just, Taylor like... Dowdy is the sperm that shouldn't have made it. And so he... <laughs> Uh, also extraordinarily <laughs> sensitive, so sorry. But anyway, <laughs> so Taylor is just this guy where again one time guffawing, dude, he off, parked off his mic. car. He parked his car at Harvard Yard, <laughs> and then uh, a, a a part of a building just fell over onto him, onto the onto it crushed onto his the, car onto the car. A, yeah, not a I brick, a building, <laughs> part of a building. Things are always being stolen from him. I mean, it's just, it's wild, dude. I don't even know how to explain Taylor. And I've always wanted to do a podcast about Taylor Dowdy and have a guest on every week and we just talk about him. And he's never a guest. I just want to do a podcast where I just talk about Taylor Dowdy all day long. It'd be called the Taylor Dowdy Podcast featuring Pat Dean. He I, heard, never be on. I heard a weird story about him. I heard, I think Danny Goodwin told me this story. What? But he, he said that, like, at some point, uh, I don't remember the full story, but I just remember this anecdote, which basically it's just like, they asked him to like come out or something like that to like just hang out or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, I can't. I just uh, took a bunch of acid. And now I have <laughs> tied my tie around my penis and, now, and I'm interrogating it. Huh. Like asking, like asking it questions. Interesting. Where do you go, Taylor? And I was like, what? That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> and Taylor rules. <laughs> Taylor rules so hard. I think, I think, I think in that version of the story, he was holding a gun up to it. <laughs> wow, maybe could be interesting. That's so that's so cool. <laughs> See, imagine having a podcast where all we do is talk about stuff like that, and the guy's never invited. Yeah, he's never. You never hear from him. I don't. I honestly don't think he'd like it if I did that. So I'm just. So I won't. Yeah, but no, probably not. Yeah, that's I don't. He, does, he doesn't really like that. I don't think. You don't think, or do you know? I've never asked him. Well, I can't go up to him and be like, hey, can I do a podcast? Are you going to be mad if I do a podcast about you and your weird life? <laughs> well, okay, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So, okay, let's let's talk, let's talk about this guy and his weird life, okay? Yeah. He's basically, he's almost, he doesn't surf, but he's a beach bum with no beach. Does that make sense? <laughs> Just kind of bums around, but there's no forward motion or... Yeah, like a beach bum born in fucking Oklahoma. Even or though there's constantly waves holding him back somehow. There's not a beach in sight, but he is. That's profoundly sad, Pat. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, hold on. Seems so, like he's having fun. And, uh, so let me let me try to pivot. He here. had sex recently. Oh, good for him. Yeah. <laughs> let me try to, to pivot. Came to our house and he was like, yeah, it sucks. And I was like, oh, gross. <laughs> to brag? So he came over to brag Well, he about came over to sex. hang out, but then I guess somehow the... <laughs> No, he came over. He came over to 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 brag. Who knows? Who knows? All right, enough about Taylor. No, I'm just here to I'm just here to hang out. I've had enough about talking about Taylor. Maybe maybe I won't do the podcast. (laughs) Okay. Well, anyway, so the incredibly cruel podcast. (laughs) We're today we're talking about the uh, uh, the Taylor Dowdy of France. Nice. Okay. This is basically French Taylor Dowdy. Je m'appelle. Not happy about it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, this guy was never happy about it. Gem Appel. That's French, right? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Gem Appel, yeah. It's, it's, uh, ben, you're a Gem Appel. My name is. <laughs> fuck you. You're fuck what? I'm an uncut Gem Appel. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, th- today we're talking about uh, Louis Althusser. 
Okay, he's a he's a 20th century French Marxist philosopher who uh, had some very interesting ideas about uh, uh, Marxism, you know, class consciousness, uh, the ideological state apparatus, which is oh, like his. God, <laughs> what? That sucks. What? What? Just what a terrible about? name. Well, that, okay, fine, but it's apparatus. A fucking, it's a terrible name for a terrible thing. Bitch. Oh. Yeah, so you're not supposed to like the ideological state apparatus. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, continue. <laughs> okay, great. Can, can I continue now? Yes, on your show. Yeah, <laughs> the show you host. So here's the thing: uh, these are all well and good. That he had, I honestly, I believe, very interesting ideas <laughs> philosophically. But then uh, his life was uh, also just an, an entire mess. <laughs> wow. Okay, so this guy was born uh, in Algeria. He was one of those Pied Noir people. Nice. Right? Which is, it's weird that it's called Pied Noir, I think. Yes. Which means like Blackfeet or something like that. Oh, really? I think that's what it means in French. But it also just means white people. Well, yeah, so it's, it's, it's the, the whites who lived in... Yeah, it's uh, the whites yeah. who, who like, colonized Algeria. Yeah. Uh, but he was born to this uh, this kind of... You know, middle class family. It's got to be weird if, like, if you if so that guy's born there, right? So he was it's born like born in Algeria, yeah. So he's French. Clearly, his family's French, but he's from Algeria. So it's like, I wonder how you feel. Do you feel in your heart that you're Algerian, or do you feel in your heart that you're French, or what? No, I th- I'm pretty sure most of those dudes thought that they were French. Huh? <laughs> they thought that they were French. Who was like. Who are like carrying the French if, brand to other countries? Sure, oh, yeah. that's, it's, it's yeah. colonialism. That, yeah, that's what they called colonialism back then. Yeah, <laughs> spreading a brand. Yeah. So uh, basically, what I mean by that is, so the first person born there, maybe. But what if you're like the third generation French fuck, and you live in Algeria or some or Morocco or something? Well, I mean, like, how do you feel? Do you think that's probably what like you know American colonials felt? You know, yeah. after a certain amount of time, where they're just like, we, I, I've never been to England. I've never once been to England. No. It takes like six weeks to get there. <laughs> yeah, it takes a long time back then. So I don't want to do that. Man, it's so and... funny. It just takes like, what is it, like eight hours to yeah, fly there? Yeah, something like that. No, less than that. Yeah, it's from, nothing. Well, from Let's go, Austin. Dude. Like a direct flight from Austin to London yeah. would be maybe, yeah, maybe like six hours. I you want to go? Do you want to go to London? Yeah, sure. I'll go to London. What should we do? I don't know. We'll hang out. Let's try to find um, Miliband, Miliband or whatever his name is. The guy who ate that bacon sandwich. That guy! We have to go reenact it at the exact same place. And I guarantee you, people have done that. And the people who work there probably think it's so fucking lame. That's why I like how people go to whatever it's called, Dealey Plaza, and, and, re- and you know reenact the, the goddamn JFK assassination. Yeah. What if it's like, because you know, the, like people do the same thing. Like people Weird. fly to London to do like, oh, let's do like the Abbey Road cover. I want a bacon right? sandwich. And people like, will do that thing. And they're like, so are you here to do the Abbey Road? crosswalk thing and we're like no we're here to reenact the the worst political <laughs> scandal just because of how <laughs> innocuous it is the failure of this man eating eating he can't eat it's one of those <laughs> things where it's like is it that big a deal that he was also it's kind of like a he greasy so ass sandwich stupid. you but that's the thing is that I, th- you I, look th- helpless if you can't eat a sandwich correctly <laughs> But like, so it's like, well, what is this guy going to be like as a, as the leader if you can't even eat a sandwich? But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. I mean, you've seen me eat before. I mean, I'm an idiot. Yeah, but at least you like are, are the, the way you eat. You you like 
go into it like you know what you're doing. Oh, brother. I know what <laughs> you I'm know doing. You know what I mean? Well, it's like it's not like it's not like you don't it's different. It's different. Dude, that's okay? how he wanted to <laughs> The way you eat and the way this guy eats is different. Mil- what was Millibrand? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's the gentleman, the British gentleman who uh he ran, ran for, for prime, prime for minister. Prime minister, yeah. I think and he ran for prime minister. His, I don't know how many years ago. And he was his campaign was sunk after a photograph <laughs> of him struggling to eat a bacon sandwich emerged, because he was trying to look like a normal person. He was trying to be like, oh, I'm rich, but I'm you know I'm one of the people. Yeah. But it's like, dude, you can't even eat a sandwich. Well, you can't do this. Where's the caviar? Well, he looks, Hello. <laughs> so Buddy Geek is uh, <laughs> there's a lot of pictures of him like struggling to eat shit too. Have you seen that shit? Yeah, and you know it's it's and it's not just one it's not just one sandwich too. He he, he he looks like he's like <laughs> like a little rat fuck who's like trying to eat like every single like piece of cheese he can find. I, is he the one who he, he eats wings like they're corn on the cob? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, him. and he kind of has like a look of like fury in his eyes. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Well, I remember I saw someone post that, and they were like, "Uh, the reason why he looks weird when he eats is because he's a marine." And you're always looking out for what? Yeah, you're always looking out for like bad guys, basically. And I was like, that's in kind of. Well, I guess that would make sense. Well, I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. I mean, like that's one of those things that like I would I would not question it because we're not supposed to like question that shit. Or okay, whatever. look, the eating, the but eating like, part, looking out for things is fine. But like, but you eating can you, like a no, pack you rat. can like eat a chicken wing and like turn your neck around and shit. Like yeah, you don't have to like. They take one hand. Two fingers. Yeah, you can exactly. devote the rest of your body to protection <laughs> while you're stuffing wings down your gullet. Okay, we should have been Marines, dude. No, we should not have. No, we should not. Have. We really should not have. <laughs> I like how you get excited about about a fucking idea for a second, and then you're just like, no, 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 we shouldn't. The idea do that. become. I mean, what would we do? Yeah, we should like enlist in the Marines. Are you sure? Yeah, well, we can be like. You could be a computer engineer for the Marines. No, and me, I'll be on the front line. No, <laughs> mowing down bad guys. We would both be misplaced there. <laughs> Why not? You, you don't, I don't know anything about computer. You have glasses. I don't know anything about computer engineering. <laughs> well, that's what, like, what they're there to do. They're, they're there to teach you how to do it, Ben. And you're gonna be you're gonna be in the infantry. Yeah, you're dude. Be... <laughs> I'm in special forces, and you're gonna be fixing my computer, and we're gonna be friends. <laughs> okay, this we're gonna like, bunk together. This sounds like a wonderful TNT show. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be called. Uh, uh, let's see, it'll, it'll be called Muscles and the Brain. <laughs> and I get like, and, and I also don't get jacked at all for this, <laughs> for this role. So it's like, why do they call him mu- is it ironic? It doesn't seem to be ironic, but I have like no muscle. You know what I mean? So it's the like, worst idea. Okay. Fat dude. <laughs> muscles and the muscles and <laughs> eight, the brain. seven central. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, okay. So let's get off this. Let's, we got to focus. So this, Al- so this Algerian fuck. Well, he's not Algerian. He's French as fuck. Right. He's very French. Uh, he's born to a colonial family. Hmm. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> he was born in, uh, What's this town called? It's called Beerman Drace. Whoa. I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, in October uh, 16th of uh, 1918, uh, he was raised, uh, you'll like this, hella Catholic, uh, and he kind of struggled with trying to uh, reconcile Catholicism with Marxism pretty much his entire life, uh, which is kind of a weird thing, but I kind of dig it. Hmm. Like, yeah, just kind of trying because like Marx was overtly atheist, but uh, this guy was trying to basically reconcile these two things hmm. in various threads throughout his life. Um, Did he ever was he successful in doing so? No, 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 no. Of that, course not. Yeah, I guess I could <laughs> no, 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 they can't be reconciled. There's no way. No. Um, what a bummer. Yeah, it kind of sucks. It sucks because 
It's the I don't one like, true religion. <laughs> well, yeah. First of all, we are officially a Catholic podcast. <laughs> we are endorsed uh, by, by the Catholic by the Vatican. Church, yeah. the Vatican, the Holy See. Uh, we we that's us, dude. And so. But the thing about <laughs> that's us, that's us. <laughs> that's us. I clearly had nothing to say, so I just said that's us. Uh, but basically, <laughs> the point is that who represents you in like you know audio media? The Catholic Church. <laughs> yeah, all yeah. of it. The Our entire voice. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> instead of like Radio Vatican or something, it's just it's just I learn nothing. Yeah. If you want to know what's the, the latest trends, yeah. in Catholic theology, we, we pipe this into. Uh, <laughs> The monastery that Franciscan monks live in, and they yeah. listen to it and they hate it, but they can't say anything. So they're like, "Oh fuck, I'm just gonna listen, I guess." But uh, whenever there's a thing about, whenever there's an argument about religion, and people are like, "Well, here's why I think the Earth is six thousand years old, or whatever." My thing is that I hate. I don't like making fun of religion. I think it's really easy, and I think the people who do it are like just self-impressed pricks. Yeah. So it's like I'm not. I mean, it's making fun is like making a joke is one thing, but 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 arguing like be why your religion is wrong. Here's why. I just I don't like doing it. But then whenever somebody's like, "Oh yeah, I'm a Christian and I do this," it's like, well, how do you reconcile that? I don't. It's like, well, fuck you, dude. <laughs> Okay, well, that's kind of a good point. I mean, in that's, for a, dime, that's an interesting... In for a dollar, or whatever it's called. In for a dollar, in for a dime. Is that a thing? Is that a saying? I mean, yeah, kind of, but I don't know if it applies. I don't yeah. even really know what that saying means. Yeah, I shouldn't have said it. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I should just, have said that. You were just grasping for a saying? Yeah. That's the first one that I, came up. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you know how I like sayings. Well, okay, hold on. So you, have a, you, you raise a really interesting point. So... I mean, that's the thing is like when people are arguing against religion or they make a pointed like argument being like your religion is wrong for these reasons. You sound you... like a high schooler. Well, the, yes, that's true. Yeah. At most a sophomore in college. Yeah. But like <laughs> they're they're doing this thing that doesn't really apply, in my opinion, which is basically like I'm going to disprove your religion with logic. And it's like, well, that's not what religion is there for. Yeah. It's not really supposed to be logical. No, they 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 turned her into a pillar of salt. Yeah. So like there's like things in That's the Bible that are like crazy. Ob- obviously not true. Yeah. Like you said you told me at one point that there's a unicorn in the Bible. There's several unicorns. Several. Well, they mentioned unicorns I believe several times and you didn't okay. believe me. Well, I didn't. And and here's the thing, I believe you now, but I have really no reason to because I haven't like looked you didn't into Google it. it. I didn't I haven't looked into it. There's unicorns in the Bible, <laughs> I just dude. Trust you. And leprechauns. <laughs> They're leprechauns? No. No, they're not. It's okay. Puerto Ricans? <laughs> I mean, no, they're not Puerto Ricans in the Bible. I, was, I had to think about that for a second. Yeah. I was like, well, because Puerto Ricans existed. <laughs> like, there were people living in Puerto Rico. Sure. When, when the Bible was written. <laughs> yeah. But they weren't featured yeah. in the Bible. That's why That's why they, they'll <laughs> never be the 51st state. They're not mentioned in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, because and Nebraska is. Well, it's implied. <laughs> Missouri is. Well, in the Mormon Bible. Well, yeah, well, Missouri definitely. Missouri um, for sure. They loved it. They loved it. She got a shirt that says Missouri for sure. Missouri for sure. <laughs> sure. Well, fuck. Um, okay, so <clears throat> this guy was Catholic, right? Nice, for dude. most of his life, up up until okay. So he, wait, here's what happened to him. <laughs> this is kind of nuts. So he was a, a pretty smart guy, very kind of like you know uh, hemmed in sort of dude. Like didn't really. Uh, like getting in any trouble. Sure. Uh, as he grew up, he was very smart. He uh, 
like aces uh, high school exams in France, which uh, uh, got him accepted to the Ecole Normale Supérieure, which is basically it can't be normal and superior. <laughs> okay. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so first of all, that's the first. That's your first problem yeah. with the name of this right. of this of this college. This is basically like the Princeton of France. Oh, good <laughs> for you. So but so okay, so this is probably the Princeton of France. So <laughs> it's funny because like I am a little distracted now by the point you brought up, which is like, yeah, you can't be superior and normal at the same time. Yeah. But Well, Ben, you should hang no, you out with can. cool guys like me. Okay, no, fuck which you. I guess you do. So, yeah, I'm literally doing that yeah, right now. I saw it last night. Yeah, and also last night. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> you just say things without thinking. That's yeah, <laughs> it's fun. You ever do it? It fucking rules. Um, hey, the cool guy alarm's going off. I've, <laughs> I've, I've tried like that. You know, I've tried that once, you know, just, just talking instead of thinking, and it turned out disastrously, so yeah. I never did it again. Wow, I do it. <laughs> every day it's astounding that people do that like it's so inadvisable don't talk if you don't know what you're gonna say well i did that so we were doing <laughs> i was doing radio this this week for like to just do like, some promo that. stuff <laughs> and when i was doing it i was like i don't know what we're about to, gonna talk about like i'm like i don't even know what this is and so you kind of just sit there and, th- and then you come in and you're like what's going on and you're, and you're terrified you're like what <laughs> and then they're like hey and you go oh, okay let's be okay but when you walk walk into radio, you're like, well, I don't. This is well, yeah. Horrifying. But I mean, like, if you're if you're a guest on a radio show, I imagine that they're gonna like ask you questions. Yeah, first. no, it's... they're not gonna be like point to you and then like you just have to. Well, start Well, you know going. what people <laughs> used to do? Comics used to do this thing. Um, I don't know how prevalent it is anymore in talk radio, where they would do this thing where they would show up and basically do their act on the air. So basically, th- th- they'd go. The producer would go, okay, what are some questions that that can lead into you doing your act basically and it never sounded organic it always sounded yeah, like it sounds like a bad time yeah it, <laughs> that's why radio was so bad and then yeah okay and then the opie anthony show started just having comics on to just kind of hang out yeah just talk just be normal yeah and it's like <laughs> oh this is much better yeah <laughs> rather than do this practice thing that I'm here to advertise that you can see me do later. Yeah, what if you like, show up and it's just the same <laughs> shit? You'd be like, yeah, what? like <laughs> people have no idea. Normal people have no idea what n- not comedy being a comedian is. Uh-huh. Where because sometimes they'll be like, well, you just you you do those jokes again. I've heard those jokes before, and it's like, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, aren't you not supposed to do that? It's like, like, how can no, you have anything do new? That. And it's like, well, I I don't I worked really hard on these. I don't know. I'm sorry. It's a craft. <laughs> I'm, I. Yeah. Although you know who didn't work very hard? What for that one joke you told last night? Who the fucking that fucking Jew joke that I told you? Oh yes, that you used in your fucking set last night. Yeah, I just to- straight up told a joke from the internet, <laughs> and then I. But also, so I kind of I'm a little like annoyed at you because you you said that it's a it was a a doctor and not a rabbi. Yeah, well, because we talked about Jews earlier in the act, so I didn't want to you know. Yeah, I tried <laughs> to get a viral moment. And it failed miserably, but I knew it was going to fail. Miserably. It was pretty funny, but I was just like, I, I can't because it, it it takes away from the I think the punch of the joke that yeah, I just, that it's interesting it's a, that, that it's a rabbi. rabbi. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a, more. It's a Jewish joke. It's a better joke as a rabbi. Yeah. I mean, you're definitely right about that. It's just about you know. Anyway, yeah, I, I just straight up told a joke from the internet, then then it got a huge laugh, and I said, yeah, so I stole that from the internet. <laughs> I immediately fessed up. 
It was pretty funny. It was good. I love it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you guys want to know what joke we're talking about, you can easily Google it because it's on the internet. <laughs> yeah, it's about a a man who goes to a rabbi because he can't pleasure his wife. Yeah, That's his the, young so, wife. So find so out. So he gets cocked. My young curvy wife. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyway, speaking of cocks and wives. Yes. And uh, oh, is this guy a? Uh, he's into it. Okay, so dude, you don't even know the half of it. Really? Well, yeah. of course not. Oh my god, you don't know about Louis Althusser. I don't know anything about <laughs> don't him. Know anything about him? Oh man, if this sounds know, scandalous. If you're, yeah, if you uh, are in the know, if you huh? know anything about like you know, twentieth century like French Marxist thought, which I don't, <laughs> you you know about this guy. Like a lot of people have heard about this guy. Uh, okay, so. Um, Right, so he was uh, super Catholic. He um, uh, was accepted into the École Normale Supérieure in uh, July of uh, 1939, but didn't get to attend that fall uh, because he was immediately drafted into the French Army. Ah, bummer! For for, for World War II. Dagger. And and if you'll recall... French, their showing wasn't wasn't the best. Infamously so, I'll yeah. say. So his unit was like immediately captured by the Germans. Immediately. <laughs> that is so funny. So he spent the next five years oh, in, God. in a POW camp. Five in, years? In northern Germany. <laughs> yeah, he spent the entire war. <laughs> that sucks so bad. But at yeah. least you're not, you know. Well, he, yeah, he wasn't at least you're not getting shot in the head or whatever. Um, well, I mean, he still like experienced a lot of deprivation. It can't, like, have, it, it can't. It wasn't it fun. Have been good. Uh, the things. So I didn't know this until I like looked it up. What? Uh, the POW camps were called Stalags. What? <laughs> yeah, in German, in German, I guess. There, so he was like in in Stalag Eight or something like that. Huh. That's like I think there's like maybe a Kurt Vonnegut story or something that mentions. Like Stalag something. I believe you're referring to Slaughterhouse Five. No, no. I mean, I know know the name of that book. (laughs) It's a totally different name. But because, like, uh, Kurt Vonnegut was in a POW camp, right? Yeah, he was. uh, He was at the Dresden. Yeah, so he was. was, Yeah, that's right. During the fucking bombing, Hmm? uh, which is nuts. Can Uh, you imagine? Can you imagine, (laughs) like, just being underground and then like. You go up and there's just the city's just gone and you're like, oh, well, that's not good. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to picture, man. Well, it's so hard to picture. I mean, I know that there's a lot of like, you know, ninety year old British people who who can imagine that. They can, yeah, and they're very <laughs> upset about it. Yeah, still. <laughs> you know what's interesting is that, um, and I don't know where this figure came from. They actually say, I believe, at the beginning of Slaughterhouse Five, um, way at the beginning, they say something about how the firebombing of Dresden killed like. A certain amount of people, mm. but it's like it's nowhere near that. It's like way less. Oh well, I, I always don't thought know. that was kind of interesting because I read that and I was like, "Holy shit!" I think it says something. It compares it to like Hiroshima, I think. Yeah, I think there's something like that. But also, the, the numbers that are reported from the atomic bomb <laughs> bombs, several because we did two twice. <laughs> A bomb so nice, we dropped it we twice. Dropped it twi- <laughs> <laughs> Nuclear bombs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what a fucking imagine wearing that t-shirt. In, oh no! In Japan. <laughs> well, yeah, I can't imagine it would go over that well. 
yeah, just oh some Japanese kid runs up just trying to practice his English. Just yeah. reads it out loud and just yeah. kicks me in the nuts. A bomb just so nice he dropped it twice. So that's a horrible thing to say. Okay. So- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's really funny. That's really good. Yeah. Okay, so um okay, so this dude <laughs> spent five, five years, the entire war, basically just wasting away in this uh in, in Margaritaville? This- and yeah, yeah, it was Margaritaville, dude. It was, but it was, as it was far the be- as the best place POW you could hang camps out. go, it's pretty much the Margaritaville of the. <laughs> it wasn't. Um, it was POW like POW community. He, he so here's the thing. Shocker: the Germans didn't really treat uh, like Allied, uh, you know, combatants that well. Like they, uh, they didn't like. Obviously, they didn't like you know. Uh, put them through the atrocities of like the Holocaust or whatever. Sure. But they were like basically like a step above that. And so this guy was, you know, horribly malnourished and like, yeah, man, super fucking uh, like starving and, and got sick a lot. Uh, And then also a lot of people say that because of this experience, spending five years, five years from beginning to end of the entire war, think about just watching everyone else, Just having a go at the Nazis. Think, and, and, yeah, and like, you probably want to. Yeah, he's a like, I want to kill these people, but yeah, I can't do this. More than <laughs> anyone who's ever lived, I want to kill these guys, but I can't. Yeah, immediately, just like was. And all your friends do too. Like, hey, you want to kill these guys? Yeah, yeah, I like, do. yeah, every single day. Every single, every single day. Day, I want to mm-hmm. kill these guys, but they won't let us. That's how my roommates feel about me. <laughs> like every fucking day with this guy. It's a, yeah, Stalag Dean. Yeah, Stalag Dean. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, because of this experience, obviously, uh, you can imagine that he developed a pretty serious case of clinical depression. Yeah, way to go. <laughs> and he suffered from this his entire life. Also, uh, it turned out that he was uh, also schizophrenic. He's probably oh the, God. the most high-functioning schizophrenic I've ever heard of. Well, a lot of them are pretty high-functioning. Well, actually, I, that I... I don't know if that. I don't know if that's totally maybe true. not high functioning. I mean, that's a very serious mental levels, illness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, this is this guy became like a a very famous academic. I'm wrong about everything today. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I said that. That's kind of you know what I was <laughs> thinking of. That was a very like no no offense to anyone who suffers from schizophrenia, but like most people who do don't don't really yeah they have kind become of as accomplished. Yeah, as this guy. I guess it's I, like this guy and like John Nash. I think what I was thinking about uh, is. Uh, Violence, because they're they're well, the vast majority of them are nonviolent. Okay, so here's yeah, maybe we'll, that's what I meant. We'll get or to maybe that. I'm just genuinely stupid. I mean, we'll I get to that. Sometimes because I don't know. We'll get to that because that features in in this episode. Uh, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> he uh, <laughs> so he gets released from this uh, POW camp in 1945. Uh, goes back to France and uh, basically goes to college at like 27 years old. And people, about all the kids were like, why is this old guy there? And he's like, I suffered so much for you. <laughs> why why is this old think, weird guy there? I think late I think late forties France is like the one time where most undergraduates are like, Okay, we understand why these guys are like <laughs> in their late twenties. <laughs> What's that guy's fucking What's problem? His problem? <laughs> he's creepy. Uh... <laughs> okay, so, so it, <laughs> Uh, okay, so let's uh, talk about uh, his path, basically. So let's do it. His um, his like professional path after that was fairly normal. Uh, he ended up just uh, you know, going to this this Ecole Normale Superior 
He, uh, you know, majored in philosophy. He took the aggregation, which is like this fucking massive test. It's sort of like the uh, the SATs for uh, being a professional philosopher in France, which is crazy that they have that. What? <laughs> you can't kind of. just be like me and declare yourself a philosopher. No, no, no. You have to take a test. Fuck. Which, which actually, I'm kind of down with because. You should huh. you, no. You shouldn't just get to say you're a philosopher. Yeah, it's kind of like being an artist. You you just be like, yeah, yeah I'm an artist. that too. I think that I think there should be tests for artists. <laughs> I mean, call me Plato or whatever, but <laughs> you can't just say, oh yeah, I'm an artist. Yeah, it's pronounced okay. Plano. <laughs> okay, fine. Plano, Texas. Okay, do you want to hear something totally crazy? Sure. <laughs> that I kind of just discovered. So do you Girls. remember how Kim Kardashian was like robbed at gunpoint a few years yes. ago? Yes. Okay. <laughs> do you know that there's like a very compelling case that she was completely making that up? Really? Yeah. <laughs> really? I didn't know that. She, yeah, because there's a lot of people who are saying like, like for example, she uh, she reported like a cell phone stolen in the whole ordeal, and then like when the cops were there to like you know take photographs and like videotaping the scene she was using that cell phone that she later reported stolen i mean that's <laughs> that's so fucking weird yeah why, so i was thinking about it i was like why would you do that you're already mm-hmm. the most famous person in the world why would you bring orchestra- more attention <laughs> yeah why would you orchestrate this that is so weird <laughs> it's just odd yeah well, so the only like thing that I could think of to explain this is that it's like a performance art sort of thing. Uh, but it's like she she couldn't have like thought of that before it happened or whatever. Yeah. Like it's obviously something that she thought of to explain what happened after the fact. I wonder I wonder what the real story is. I don't know what the real story is. And I'm not saying that she did definitely make it up, but sure. it's pretty dubious. Well, Ben, I'm going to devote my <laughs> life to solving this case. We will have justice, Ben. I learned nothing, Gate. Yeah, that's the name of the scandal. Yeah, it's about it's about Kim Kardashian allegedly being robbed, like four years ago. It's so <laughs> genuinely just bizarre. It's such a bizarre thing. It's so weird, right? Yeah. Anyway, so okay, so that is I don't know why I got into that. I don't know. Uh, but it's okay, so this guy uh, Louis Altusay, okay, uh, he was like Louis, I mentioned. How you say? <laughs> that's funny. Okay, we'll we'll, uh, we'll use that as a nickname because I don't like saying his name. Because I don't know really how to pronounce it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, Louis, how you say? <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're so stupid. We're just it's, stupid. It's men. really dumb. Well, no, I don't know. I mean, uh, this is just a mechanism of convenience. Like, because I, I, because okay. So the way his name is spelled is A L T H U S S E R. Althauser. Yeah, or Alt Althuser. Yeah, or Althuser. Uh, but <laughs> the French. They're just gonna. They just decided to do whatever they want at some point in the 1500s, I guess. When it comes to language, yeah. they're just like we're gonna pronounce this however the fuck we feel like. Yeah, <laughs> and you guys can just deal with it. Yeah, I'm putting my foot down. <laughs> Our language is going insane. <laughs> Help! Our language is going insane. Uh, so it's it's Al Thusser. It's like how you would pronounce it. That's that's a terrible name. But I've heard it pronounced like Altusier, Altusay, Althusay. I don't know. So I don't know how to say it. So I'll say Louis, how you say. Okay, why not? Okay. So because <clears throat> you actually don't know how to say it. I actually don't really know how to say it. Huh. Uh so he made some very, very uh important contributions to Western Marxist thought. 
uh, and we'll get into that in a sec. Uh, but first, we have to talk about how he tried to reconcile his like long-term Catholic religious upbringing with the direct polar opposite, which is Marxism. Uh, and so weird. He tried to do it. He he really tried. <laughs> well, as long as he tried. Yeah. Uh, he he basically kind of tried to say that uh, that like you know modern like Christian or Catholic uh, theology didn't allow for the the understanding of um uh of a subject that was like beyond yourself. Uh, and this is something that we'll get into in a second. Is is his idea of how in in a lot of like European thought, like that tradition, there's a this tradition of identifying the subject with the individual. With a predicate. Well, yeah, there's also that. <laughs> so you're not wrong about that. Good job. <laughs> uh, but that's not really relevant. <laughs> what about gerunds? How do yeah. they how do they fit into this? <laughs> you should see why don't you like like teach an episode where you just like teach me English? <laughs> the English language? Finally. I've been telling you for years you have to learn it it's not your first language well, I've, okay. I've been winging it for like 34 years god I, that must have been horrifying <laughs> this was supposed to kind of be a relief to get it off your chest i mean it's pretty impressive though that i've gotten it this right so far. you're a serial killer who's finally been caught and he's like what a fucking relief this is <laughs> now this guy can never speak english ever again ever <laughs> i just immediately reverse the spanish okay so we should do an episode entirely in spanish man well, I don't. Well, no, I don't speak Spanish. So yeah, I, I was going to say. Well, do you want me to do it and you respond in English, or I don't even know or what do it would you be also about? have to learn Spanish. I guess I'd have to learn Spanish first. <laughs> All right, so we'll do it in, in a week. I'll yeah, learn Spanish yeah, we'll get week. it out in a week. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. Uh, this guy kind of like wrote all these essays, kind of trying to. Uh, dissociate the idea of the subject with the individual because he thought that like basically the idea of the subject the the person who like not person but the force that drives like decision making or whatever mm -hmm. should be sort of beyond just one person sort of when you're like sort of making decisions or you're like uh, attributing agency to you know certain actions or behaviors or whatever uh, he kind of had this conviction that for the most part, it's more than just one person who's like acting. It's like several people. Sure. Even through, if if not like actually doing something at that moment, being influenced by other people's you know decisions or uh, or opinions or whatever it is. <clears throat> so this kind of eventually manifested into his allegiance to Marxism because uh, what Marx's like main insight was that shit sucks, man. Well, yeah, actually, kind of like kind of that shit sucked. But more importantly, uh, he was writing in a way to contradict uh, like classical economists, which are people like Adam Smith and uh, uh, this other guy's name who starts with a P. I can't remember right now. Peter. No, not, P, not Peter. Paul. Uh, Mary? No. <laughs> doesn't start with a P. Uh, it doesn't matter. Piano, I think his name is. P I think his name is Piano. What is up with these guys? <laughs> um, How do you go through life? Hey, my name is uh, Jake Piano. Well, it's not a weird word in their language. Oh right, <laughs> you know. All right, I take it back. What is weird is when people have uh, last names that that are words in their language, like oh yeah, like uh, like Jake. Um, his last name is Flowers. 
means flowers. <laughs> Which uh, is like, hi, my, my name is Ben Flowers. Hi. Uh, my <laughs> like, how weird does that sound? <laughs> my name's Jake. Uh, you grow flowers out of a baseball cap, and instead of water, you pour malt liquor into it, and then I grow out. Surprise! It's me. Uh. Uh. <laughs> um, how Jake talks. Yeah. Kind of, not really. He's a hell of a guy. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so this guy is, uh, basically, he's wrestling with a lot of shit in his mind. Okay? It sounds like it. Okay. Uh, Running from his past. Kind of. Yeah. Was, memories. Yeah, kind of. So here's the thing. He, uh, he, you know, goes through this process of, of um, uh, he, he takes like the, the aggregation test or whatever. He becomes an advisor to students and stuff. He has like a very successful academic career. Um, he also at that point meets a, a, a woman. Okay. Ho, 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 ho. Here we go, <laughs> fellas. The moment we've all been waiting for. He meets a woman named. Uh, it's a lady. <laughs> uh, Helen, Helen Rittman. I think her, okay. is that how it's pronounced. Helen. Helen. Yeah. It's a little annoying, but <laughs> why is it annoying? It's clearly Helen. <laughs> yeah, but it's not in French. I know, but I'll be <laughs> honest. Whenever sometimes when words in English kind of sound like words in other languages, it just annoys me. Well, what about what, like, about, what a missed opportunity? What about Helena? Excuse me. What about Helena? What about it? That's the same name. <sighs> yeah, but that but or Helena or whatever. Yeah, but when you add those those letters to the end it changes it that that's enough of a of a difference but there's a there's a letter added to the end of helen it's h-e-l-e-n-e hmm. <laughs> you, um, you can't handle this can I have you? to think about that actually yeah i'll get back to you well that's that's what's weird about french is that you just they they're just like we're just gonna not pronounce this they just, letter. it's just so pretentious <laughs> just a bunch of just a fucking country with a <laughs> Pretentious language, and it starts at the top, Ben. That's why they're so pretentious and shitty. It's because they're dumb language. I mean, arguably, English is just as fucking confusing and pretentious. Yeah, but I can speak it fluently, so I don't (laughs) think of it that way. This is why you can't you can't like really learn ethics because you can't like think (laughs) beyond yourself. Which seems to be a large part of what ethics. <laughs> yeah, it's kind about. of like being considerate of other people. Sure. Uh, okay. Oh, so, sorry. So speaking of other people, what? Uh, <laughs> he. Uh, so so he meets this lady, right? Okay. Uh, she's so like so eight so. years older than him. Oh, even okay. better. And this guy, I'm pretty sure. I can't prove this, but I'm pretty sure he was like a virgin before he met her. Really? Yeah. Why? Why is, would you think that? Uh, so there's some quotes. Well, he was in, French. Exactly, but he was French at a very weird time. Huh. He was French when he was like in this all, believe it or not, all male POW camp. Yeah, God, <laughs> for five years, from the age of like like some like twenty two to twenty seven. He probably didn't see a woman that entire time. I, well, probably not. Maybe I don't know. Do they have? Do women they have women in Germany? Workers? I think they do. Well, no, they do. <laughs> but I mean, do they have like female workers at a POW camp? Probably not, right? I mean, maybe nurses. Nurses. They probably had nurses. I forgot about the goddamn nurses. Yeah. So, but okay, but whatever. He could have. It's still possible that he would have seen a woman. Yeah. And still be a virgin. It's well, possible for no, a I'm lot just, of people. I'm, I'm more reflecting more than anything else. Okay. But Ben, the first step to losing your virginity, seeing a woman. 
Yeah, okay, sure, sure. Well, I don't know, though. I don't think so. Science. Because, like, what if you... I mean... This has fucking ruined my mind. Why? Because, like, you're wrong, but I don't know how. <laughs> like, and that's what philosophy is. <laughs> no, yeah, kind of. Now you get it. Yeah, now, I, now I'm all it. in. Okay. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, he, so he meets this lady, uh, Helen. They fall madly in love. Uh, he later on actually like does get he, he kind of uh, grows into his French body and has. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What do you mean that. by that? <laughs> what I mean by what that is mean? what what I mean by that is that he, he just has like tons of affairs afterwards. Oh, but always like that is like she's his main. Like she's his main. He always goes back home to her. Yes, but he's like, <laughs> he's like going out and just like on South Park. Yeah. I, I believe Butters would refer to her as the bottom bitch. Yeah, yeah, remember she's the episode? bottom bitch. Uh, I mean, I don't remember that the exact episode, but no. I know he said that. Yeah, he did. Okay, he said a lot of stuff. Butters is probably the, the most, most traumatized <laughs> figure in pop culture. Yeah, I mean, think about how many horrible things have happened to him and his parents like they're so they're not like really complicit yeah extremely complicit and yeah. probably like one of their one of his main abusers dude i cannot believe <laughs> sometimes i can't like i'll watch that show and be like i can't believe this is on tv yeah like that that episode <laughs> yeah, where of. they think that butters is gay so they send him or bisexual and he doesn't know what that means so they send him to a pray the gay away camp and yeah. the kids just keep shooting themselves in the head or hanging themselves like it's so fucked up, and it's like, gee, how is this on television? I mean, it's kind of good that it is, though, because I mean, I, even if it is, uh, you know, a, a exaggerated, probably that that does like lead to a lot of damage in people's lives. Sure, dude. But like, that is, it's really, it's like, it's a cartoon too. Yeah. When that show, it's an animated. Well, that's, show. I think that's how they can get away with it because it's animated. But when that show is fucking, when that show is like. On its shit, it's the funniest thing ever. That yeah. episode, man, I love it. Never mind. <laughs> I don't want to. We can't get off on a tangent. Okay, so uh, here I'm gonna step into his actual like philosophy here now. Oh, okay, okay Ben, uh, just kind of go through that, and then we're gonna get back into his personal life because that is his perversions way more compelling. Okay, sure. um, so he, you know, has been kind of wrestling with these demons of like you know being Catholic but also being super sympathetic to Marxism. He decides to finally just kind of make a commitment. He abandons Catholicism and just decides to be a full-blown oh, communist. That's a mistake, brother. A little. Uh, but when he does so, he is also, uh, like I said, he's a very smart guy. He has some problems with the way that the French Communist Party is, like, advertising Marxism, you know? Uh, basically, they're just taking their cue from Stalin at this point. That and, bastard. I hate that guy. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people do. Especially all those people he, you know, murdered. Uh, that fucking guy. So it's like, if I'm sure you can imagine that it's kind of hard to be a communist in, like, Western Europe and the United States during, yeah, like, the people, 1950s and 60s. People weren't exactly... <laughs> they, they weren't thrilled. No. <laughs> yeah. No. So what he tries to do is basically he's uh, trying to um, reorient the way that, you know, Marxism is uh, digested, I guess. Hey, real and, quick. And like what it actually means. Like what is Marxism? I'm sorry to interrupt you. Sure. But in my head, this is how bad I am at impressions. 
I was trying to in my head. I was like, oh, I should say something about Bernie Sanders because the communist things and he would make you mad. And so <laughs> I was trying to do an impression of Bernie Sanders in my head. And it, I couldn't do the impression in my head. It sounded like JFK. <laughs> oh, I'm well, Bernie Sanders. Yeah, I know. That's still weird because you can't because I can I can imagine what he sounds like. I can't do I, it. I don't know. He doesn't he doesn't sound like JFK. Not even a little. Not even a little bit. But in my head, I, I'm trying to do the impression and it is not working. <laughs> oh, uh, you know who uh, spoke at one of his rallies recently? Fucking Brother West, which we did an episode on. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. So yeah. AOC, who we're still trying to get on the show. Yeah, we're trying to get AOC. A- if Oof. anyone has any contact info for AOC. <laughs> Can we get AOC on the show? Yes. We're trying to get <laughs> Alexandria. <laughs> Ocasio Cortez yeah. to actually fucking be on our podcast. It's hard to say her name. Yeah, it is. I had to, I almost forgot the Ocasio part, yeah. which is why it took a second. <laughs> Cortez. Cortez is a very strong sounding name. Well, it's also a, it's a uh, I don't know. I won't say it's a problem, but it's what? It's literally the the name of the guy who started that whole genocide, you know? Oh, right. <laughs> of like, you know, indigenous people sure. in this uh, half of the globe, yeah, the entire half. <laughs> are are you responsible for your the sins of your fathers? Well, no, that not, was her father, not, right? Yeah, it was, it was her literal father, her five hundred and sixty year old father, <laughs> who still drives himself everywhere. <laughs> Very independent. AOC's five hundred year old father, yeah, Hernan Cortez. <laughs> Hi, I my name is uh, the guy a- who conquered the Aztecs. <laughs> Hi, this is my father. He murdered the Aztecs. What? Yeah, yeah, he's responsible for the uh, Spanish foothold in the New World, which led to this disaster. And I mean, you're never going to believe this. When the Beatles came out, he was like, "They'll never last." <laughs> Jokes on you, Mr. Cortez. Um, <laughs> Victoria prepared me a. Uh, a lovely dish. You? Yes. It's uh, oh, okay. some spinach. <laughs> On top yeah, of it, yeah. we have pizza rolls. Thank you. And what what are these things? That... What? They're beans, I think. Are those beans? Mushrooms. Oh, they're no, mushrooms. black things. Mushrooms. Black mushrooms? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mushrooms can be black. <laughs> Wild. Okay. You're new. So, uh... I'm going to call out. I'm going to call Oh, I'm so hot. <laughs> so, okay, so <laughs> I'll talk through this. Uh, so Louis Althusser was uh, a very committed f- French communist who also was trying to reform the Communist Party from within. Okay, okay? and he how had do we a- make this more sexy? Um, how do we add Juan? A, l- a little? Nah, not really. Actually, he wasn't. He wasn't really trying to make it sexier. Well, That's yeah, weird. I guess. Okay, yeah, sure. That's a weird French. Actually, guy. actually, he was trying to make it sexier. He was trying to make it um, basically not as uh, as dogmatic. Uh, as as Marxism was so right after World War World War Two, the only like proponents of like Marxist thought yeah were was Karl Marx himself no 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 was uh or the only like you know official like you know voice of Marxism was the Soviet Union <laughs> Soviet Union the voice of Marxism basically it sounds like a ra- really bad radio station. Yeah, kind of. We're the source of rock and roll. <laughs> no, they're not. We are the, the Soviet Union. The source of rock and roll. We we made roll and rock. Uh, <laughs> I love rock and roll. Um, so yeah, and so like the 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 Western world was basically like, look, we've read Marx. We know that like whatever Stalin is doing is like 
not cool and not representative of his whole philosophy. Yeah. So there are a lot of people in the Western world, I'll um, say, was the main actually, one. Actually, don't Soviet say actually. Union. Um, actually, well, that's I mean, not how Marx did it. So yeah, actually, actually, uh, that that is what they did. They basically were like, hey, actually, they will the actually Soviet, them. They well, they well, actually, the Soviet Union. Oh, okay. And leading the charge was this guy. Uh, sure, that went well. Louis Althusser. So he had a couple of um, of like innovations in Marxist theory. One of them was basically how uh, he emphasized the fact that uh, Marxist thought was basically c- committed to this position of what's called dialectical materialism, which is like uh, everything that it's follows... Like Dianetics? No, it's not like Dianetics, but... <laughs> but it, and I am not interested. <laughs> but it follows basically like this. Uh, all of the processes of history, it's not leading to any particular end goal. Uh, it's actually just kind of... It is uh, determined by economic conditions so like the real things that are driving history are the way that we interact with each other in a very material way so it's like you know capitalism is at the stage that it is now because that's just like how we like you know have decided as a society to like gain our subsistence uh but it's obviously like fucking people over it's just like one thing after another just like leads to these contradictions and you you're just kind of caught in the system that tries to sustain itself essentially but it's not headed to any like actual goal so while mm. most people had interpreted marx as saying that eventually the capitalist system will like ha- will self-contradict itself so much that it'll it'll implode and lead to a revolution he's saying that that's not necessarily the case let me ask you this it's just kind of going to be like a lego system that you just keep adding new things to to like make it work until it doesn't okay (laughs) i have a question about economics Mm -hmm. and i think it's relevant okay because you talked about whatever you're talking about (laughs) so let me ask you this so there's like a company right let's say coca-cola sure classic they I don't even know how to ask. You know what? I don't even know how to ask this question. Well, no, try because so I'm, when you I'm go curious. when you go, this company is worth seven billion dollars, or they made uh, you know one and a half, you know, billion last year, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So who gets that money? Well, the money doesn't really go to anybody. But that's so. Then why? It's just it's 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 just there. It's accumulated and stockpiled. It's basically just like, but who, it's capital. It's capital that's stockpiled. So I mean, it's distributed. Um, all of it? Not all of it, and not all at once. Fuck. That's the thing. I mean, like, because you have to think about like Coca Cola as a company is valued at like whatever. A Let's lot. say, yeah. I mean, People a lot. A lot. Really like Coca Cola. It's pretty delicious. It's not. <laughs> that's the thing. Is like, so is the world's supply of Coca Cola? worth however much it is that coca-cola is valued at i don't know like how do you even try to measure that by taste (laughs) (laughs) you have to drink the soda it's like people just like taste yeah you take a a taste test what versus pepsi or something what if when you walked into coca-cola like their headquarters or whatever there's just like a a big fountain and just spurting out diet coke a diet coke fountain 
That would be profoundly annoying. <laughs> I thought like it would fucking rule. <laughs> It'd be so funny. If you walk into Coca-Cola and you're like, I don't know, doing a pitch meeting or something, you just look over and it's just a fountain of your like of Diet Coke. And yeah, that fucking fountain product. is just sticky as fuck, dude. <laughs> like it must be so sticky. <laughs> Soda is like horrendously sticky, you know? Yeah, I know. I think actually the the headquarters of Coca-Cola, which is in Atlanta, which is really funny that I keep I keep remembering that Coca-Cola is headquartered in Atlanta. Atlanta, Georgia. I don't know why that's funny to me. But um I think they do have a Coca I think they do have like a fountain that sprays like different flavors of Coke. I think so. I might be making that a up. Soda fountain? Yeah. But it's like a but it's like a fountain. Weird. <laughs> Hmm. What if they're just like little cupids with little oh, ti- God. tiny little penises just yeah. <laughs> spitting? Yeah, and like, yeah, they're anatomically correct. Yeah. So you're like, why? Coca-Cola. That was so weird that you did that. Coca-Cola classic. Yeah. That's what they call the penises. Oh. <laughs> what if I call my penis a Coca-Cola classic? Then I don't, I don't know. I don't think it bothered me. It would bother me, but I can't imagine how often it would come up. I mean, how would that? Okay. Let me, let me get through the rest of uh, Louis How You Say His Philosophy. Okay. And then we'll talk about some cool shit. Not cool shit, but interesting shit. Okay. Um, so he, uh, <laughs> he develops these theories about um, how, first of all, there are different... Uh, so with Marx's theory, there's this, there's this issue of like, there's base and superstructure. So the base is basically uh, when you... <laughs> uh, it's when... Bass? How yeah. low can you go? No, not ba- not like the instrument. The bass is basically the, e- the economic uh, uh, relationships that exist that basically drive society. Heard. So the, the way society kind of develops is because we you know, need to interact with our world, and therefore, as humans, we need to interact with other people to get the things that we need. Even though you're fed up with this world? Yeah, stop quoting the room. You have to start stop doing that. Why? It's really distracting. People love it. <laughs> no, they. I don't think they do. <laughs> I've never heard anything negative. I mean, from you, multiple times. Well, yeah, <laughs> on several occasions. <laughs> like one of the about prim- the same thing. One of the primary stakeholders of the whole podcast. Sure. Yeah. Has, has voiced their <laughs> their objection. <laughs> yeah. We split. We split thirty three, thirty three, thirty three. Me, Ben, and Tim the cat. Somehow he got. Yeah. Tim gets a third. of and I'm pissed about it. I don't know why we keep doing this. <laughs> you don't have to do that. So, <laughs> what does he spend the money on? He has no concept of money. He has no. He, he knows what what food is. Well, that's what, an interesting thing because, like, you know, what what is money? <laughs> well, you know, there was that that guy. Um, he he worked at a gas station right around the corner from our first house here in beautiful scenic Austin, Texas. Uh huh. And every time I'd go in there to pay for gas or get a snack. The um, the guy behind the counter, he'd be he'd be like, all right, the total will be like you know seven twenty five or whatever, and then I'd give him the money, and he'd be like, huh, who cares? It's not real anyway, right? And I was like, sure, but and like I guess what he meant was it's it's not backed up by gold anymore. Oh, so well, money is officially, I guess, according to him. Well, useless. yeah, that's still incorrect. I mean, what do like, we do? Well, that's a whole thing. So that's what <laughs> it is a whole thing. That's kind of where Marx was ultimately coming from. That's the problem, is that money it, it actually does stand for something. It's not for gold. It's for this uh, totally abstract concept. Like, it's just this weird thing called value or whatever, you know, that we can, like, exchange 
and that's how we um <laughs> that's how we like basically navigate our society is through money it's through exchange that's how we navigate our current it's society through the corporations man well the millionaires and billionaires the top not, 1% of the top 1% not necessarily i mean like corporations got to this point because we already started doing that oh. we started doing that like around the renaissance so that's the other thing is that this is a very like historically determined process uh like the we didn't have to come up with capitalism we just did uh and good it, thing we did well no that's that's the oh. argument is that it, it it's bad and we should try to fucking correct this but we got here through a random, uh, you know, series of like historical events that made us decide as human beings that basically we're 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 going to relate to each other through money for the most part, like outside of like units like the family and, and shit like that. Like we're basically just like the only thing that we owe each other is not like, you know, our time or our devotion or loyalty or whatever. We just owe each other money, basically. Like that's that's the bottom line. Yes. <laughs> so uh, he's he's basically kind of like reanalyzing Marx's thought, and uh, he comes up with these you know insights about how like you know a, a subject like the historical subject, the the person or people who like make decisions to you know drive how history goes forward. The people that make this country great yeah yes and no uh they're not they're not localized in like an individual person it's more of just a a pattern that develops uh or it's a interrelation of uh like duties and debts and shit uh that make us who we are and one of the th main things that he comes up with is that uh you know this base right the the economic base kind of manufactures uh, what's called a superstructure, which is like what we see in like the state and institutions and culture and shit like that, that basically try to hail us as individuals and say, hey, you over there, you're a worker. You're like, you know, uh, you're this or that in this particular field. Right. And that's how you identify yourself. But your identity is coming from society uh, in a very like manufactured way. Uh, and that's what he calls interpolation. Okay, and he's basically saying that like this is what happens in a capitalist society, but it also happens in any society. One thing that Marxism has to do, or what it has to accomplish, is basically uh, it can't like stop the state or the ideology from like doing that. It eventually just has to redefine the terms of why it does that, uh, and that means like you know, basically making it not as dependent on this like mode of production like capitalism that fucking exists now. Okay. <laughs> Your eyes are glazing over. So I'm going to move over. Yeah. This, to, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to move over to the juicy bit. Okay. Here we go. So in 1980, I love the juice. In 1980, he murdered his wife. What? <laughs> For what? Cause he was severely mentally ill and he thought he was massaging her. This is that's his that's his explanation. What? So in 1980, what a French explanation. This guy fucking it wasn't murder. Strangled his wife to death. <laughs> strangled his wife to death. Yeah, that's not good. Um, and like has no memory of doing it. He allegedly has no memory of doing it. Do you believe him? Um, maybe. I don't know. I don't. 
I mean, I would say believe all women, but like she she doesn't really have a story at this point. So because of her <laughs> death. Uh, so the only account we have is really his account. Uh, he says that he uh, was like massaging her neck or whatever. And then when he uh, when he like came to she was dead and he ran out into the street and immediately like, you know, told the first person he could find that he just murdered his wife. Sir, sir, yeah. sir, sir, sir. They kind sir, of basically. I murdered my wife, sir. Hey, sir. Can you help me here? Can you help me out? I I murdered my wife. So I murdered my wife. Um. Yeah. And uh. So boy, he, am I embarrassed? Yeah. Boy, is there egg on my face? Man, um, you know what must be weird is if like you're you because this has to be a thing. Is you uh just to like be related to like a murderer like that? It's kind what of do you strange. Mean? As a wife or as a no, as just a family member. Like it'd be it must be. But what I'm saying is, like, what if you woke up tomorrow and it turned out that your brother, Davy, Davy Chola, <laughs> king of the wild frontier himself, what if you, <laughs> what if you found out that Davy Cholock has this whole time has been like killing people, he was murdering prostitutes in uh, Baltimore. I mean, I'd be, I'd be like profoundly disappointed yeah but like you how know, weird like, must mean? it be to just walk around and be like well my brother's a murderer and every time you watch tv and there's like a plot about someone getting murdered you're like, I mean, oh if, my brother did that yeah if it's like if it must be if weird man yeah it's weird it must <laughs> be a bummer i feel bad for those guys what is the what is the point you're making because it's like i'm yeah, saying I'm imagine be. being that guy's like brother or like mom and it's like oh yeah what does your son do well he's in jail for what murder <laughs> Well, that's not. Well, imagine is it a white collar. Oh, it's a white collar crime. Nope, no, it's, it's not. It's not. I I thought it would have been when I heard he was arrested. I thought it would have been a white collar crime. Yeah, because I didn't raise him to do that. But <laughs> but it turns out it's the worst collar crime. <laughs> imagine if you're if you're like a mom who's like trying to justify it. Yeah, well, like, they were fucking jerk. Yeah, <laughs> she wouldn't fuck them. It's like, mom. Okay, so this guy, uh, he didn't go to jail for it. <laughs> well, so, did he go to a mental hospital? Or yeah, something? he went to a mental hospital. He basically Lucky. existed in mental hospitals for the rest of his life. Dang. Uh, from 1980 until he died in 1990, uh, he was in and out of psychiatric institutions. He was also like profoundly. He was profoundly mentally ill. His entire life. He sounds like it. Yeah, and for most of his life, the murderer. Yeah, yeah. Well, they murdered. Well, so they murdered him. Yeah, well, they uh, murdered her. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's it's one of your impressions of yeah, <laughs> I, I yeah, Mr. Bannard. Well, they murdered her. <laughs> and talking about his, do we ever talk about that? I don't. I don't think so. So no. the Bannard family are uh, just a family of uh, nit- nitwits and ding dongs that I grew up with. And they're uh, they had this dog. <laughs> One of them ended up cleaning up nice, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And so um, no, they've all they've actually all ended up being OK, which is insane to me <laughs> that the Boehner children turned out relatively OK. It is yeah. wild. It's wild. That seems like not it to is, not to air out dirty laundry. Or there's anything, so but. much that I could, but I don't want to. There's so much stuff where I'm like, well, I remember when this family member it's, bought me beer when I was 17. It's really not anyone else's fault except for the one the one guy well okay so his dad so they had this uh this dog winnie and um they had this dog for fucking four eh. yeah well no it wasn't winnie it was um 
It doesn't matter. But they had this big ass dog. It had like was hip, it the one the like, big one. And it had like hip problems, like yeah, hip dysplasia yeah. and shit. And it was just constant. It was just clearly in pain all the time. <laughs> so and like sad. they they kept that dog alive for like way. Like, like Mr. Boehner should have his really law license cool. taken away. You know what I mean? He's been, he kept that thing alive for forever. And then finally they, it's really fucking bad. They it's, put it's, the dog down behind his back and he, because they knew he would say no. Yeah. And also because they knew that it was, they should have done it like 10 years yeah. ago. And so they, um, ba- the, so his explanation of it was, uh, like, oh, I'm really sorry to hear about the dog. And he's like, oh yeah, they murdered her. It's like, well, they didn't murder her. They put the dog. I guess it is murder. I mean, it's technically murder. Well, no, it's not because it's, first of all, it's not a human being. Yeah. <laughs> Although I don't know, you can murder a dog if you try hard enough. I guess you can murder anything. They're tough. It's alive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, they're tough. Dogs. If you try to murder them. Well, okay. Well, that's interesting because, like, what about the intention? Well, I just mean like, um, it's tough to physically do because they have teeth and. It's not tough to eat. To kill a dog. It's not tough to kill a dog. With your bare hands? Oh, with your bare hands, sure. Yeah, like a fucking man? <laughs> okay, I thought you could just... I mean, <laughs> overall, it's isn't it, easy, isn't it's that easy how, to kill anything. Isn't that how they, they put the dogs down? They just... <laughs> yeah, you just fucking... <laughs> just swing on them? <laughs> just beat it to death? <laughs> yeah. What, 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 <laughs> Sorry. So my father That's would It's kind of not funny, but also I just had this image of like... Imagine the the... The lives of like veterinarians who are like, this is how, this is the uh, official way we're supposed to kill dogs. Yeah. We have to beat them to death. We have to. Like, what a toll emotionally that would take. I mean, yeah, it'd be a thing on, where it's on like, an infirm elderly dog. Yeah, it'd be like the average time that people remain <laughs> vets. It's like a job where it's like three years. And after yeah. that, it's like, I can't be I can't another do this animal anymore. to death. I can't do it. It was bad enough using needles. Now I'm punching this thing. This is not okay. That this sounds is really like something, bad. That sounds like something that Trump would fucking like legislate. I've put down many dogs. No, he'd be like, he'd be like, no, you're not allowed to kill an animal artificially. You have to kill it. If you have to put an animal down, you have to do it with your bare hands. And he has to watch every single one. So you can't put a dog down unless you beat it to death. And President Donald Trump is watching. Yeah, he's like, he's starting to sound like a fucking. Like an emperor, like a fucking Roman, Starting. a Roman emperor. Yeah. It's just like, I have to see it. I, must I have watch. to see it myself. Otherwise, I don't believe it's Otherwise, true. Otherwise, I don't know what happened. And then later, I'll deny it's true anyway. <laughs> I'm so glad that guy doesn't drink. <laughs> I, maybe he should. Oh, no, no, no. You don't no. think so? I, well, I don't know, man. What if it's like the thing that will even him out? Well, maybe. There's that thing where maybe he starts to drink and starts to, yeah, kind of... Like, chill out? Chill out a little bit. <laughs> but, like, I don't know, man. I just... The idea of... That's a the roll, idea of a drunk a president of the is dice. weird. I mean, we've had drunk presidents before. That's what I'm saying. Is that like it's so crazy to think about? Like, well, back in the day, it didn't matter. In like the 1800s <laughs> yeah, and true. shit, who everyone cared? was drunk. The hi- yeah, the height of your technology Dude, this, is, is a fucking you know a thimble. It doesn't it, matter. In the 1700s, we like it was more advisable to drink beer than water because beer was like fermented and shit and was processed. Yeah, so you could be sure that there wasn't any like shit in it well currently and then water was just like <laughs> you just got it from the fucking lake well, <laughs> and it that is be like so gross to think about I yeah guess. it's just full of bacteria just a bunch of fucking so like water pioneers was... drinking from lakes pathetic yeah <laughs> getting down on your hands and knees lap at the fucking 
this body yeah. of water. Yeah, don't this use your hands. Hot like you have hands, water. you can use your hands. Yeah. You use your hands to drink water, <laughs> you stupid. Don't, you don't have to drink like a dog. <laughs> okay, so that's pretty much it. This guy fucking had a momentous career as a uh, very important Marxist philosopher. Yeah, and then he fucking killed his wife, <laughs> and then like an was idiot. yeah, with like an idiot, and was like obviously disgraced. <laughs> I have a, this is my disgraced son, the murderer. <laughs> but uh, but his um his thought is actually getting rehabilitated. It's it's mm. because he made some good points. It turns out you can murder your wife and also, be, you know, be pretty good at philosophy. Well, look, if you murder your wife and you say one plus one is two, doesn't mean it's not two. To paraphrase that's, the great Patrice O'Neill, yeah. Yeah, so Patrice O'Neill is famously in the camp of Louis, how you say. Man, I it's so fucked up that he's dead for a number of reasons, uh, one of which is the thing that's probably going to you know happen to me. The other thing is that... What? Di- what did he die of? Was it diabetes? Yowza. So, uh, really? Oh, shit. So basically the point is that seeing him uh, like in the era that we're in now would have been so fascinating. He's the only comedian where I'd be like, Oh, I, yeah, I, I want to hear your thoughts on that. That's a this. good point. Everyone else, I think, is kind of dumb in the world. Especially comedians are pretty dumb. But he would be he would be like prohibitively canceled. Like, you know, like I think he'd be essentially I hate to, to say this, but uh he'd be pretty censored, you know? Yeah, it would be interesting because Like he, he'd probably be like kicked off Twitter and shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean the thing about him is that um I guess I mean obviously I didn't know the man but like just from listening to uh, so many hours of him on the radio and stuff he would just talk about (laughs) how he was just sabotaged himself all the time he was a self-sabotaging you remember how earlier I said I fluently speak English yeah yeah. he was a very self it's so funny that you're so hung up about that (laughs) you don't you don't have to (laughs) you don't have to beat yourself up about mispronouncing something and so (laughs) he was just a very self-destructive guy not with drugs and alcohol he didn't drink or anything yeah it was just he wouldn't play the hollywood game so it's kind of well, interesting yeah. to see what what he would have been like now i mean it's i mean i think it's just kind of a testament to his talent that he was still as famous as he was sure <laughs> for pissing people off because a lot of those pissing dudes so many people off yeah the older they get the, the more kind of mellowed out they get yeah. like if you listen to like jim norton now on the radio it's way different than yeah yeah for sure what it was 15 years ago obviously but it's yeah. like so it's he so, was disgusting <laughs> yeah oh he's still disgusting he's still gonna make disgusting jokes but yeah. a lot of the stuff that they used to make jokes about they kind of can't make jokes about anymore so i think it's oh, kind yeah. of interesting to see that so i really would want to know what his outlook and his thoughts on some of this stuff. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because he's one of those dudes where like, even when he's even when he's saying something where I'm like, I don't, I don't agree, agree with, with that you. at all. <laughs> like it was like, oh, you know, I don't want to say, but like there, there's certain things where it's like he'll say something and you're like, ah, fuck, that's a pretty interesting way of looking at it. So well, like that's that's what I like in comedy. I don't like when people are talking about society and politics. I don't like like. Stuff where it's like, here's why I like I don't like stuff where it's like this is right and this is correct, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I agree with all of that. I kind of like it when people say something where I'm like, fuck, yeah, that is really funny and very well, not what I think in real life. That's what I think is the benefit of, I guess, <laughs> this is so lame, <laughs> the, but the benefit of comedy, I guess, or, you know, uh, is uh, 
uh, and how it's can maintain its distinction from like you know political propaganda or rhetoric or whatever. Yeah, is uh, that you can still voice unpopular opinions as long as it's funny, right? Yeah. Uh, and in in so doing, kind of like distill like a weird perspective or a new perspective or whatever. Um, but like with with uh, with Patrice O'Neill, like most of the shit that he says, I'm like I disagree with yeah you know like the content of it i'm just like i don't i don't agree with that dude i don't think any of that is true and i don't think any of that is what people should be thinking but it was still fucking hilarious so i'd be like fuck he had a joke where um he was performing at like a a benefit for like a like a woman shelter and then just (laughs) i don't know why he was booked on that and then he just did like a five minute routine about how awful women are i guess According to him. And so at one point he goes, he's like ranking stuff in his life. And he's like, it goes, uh, my career, my jacket, my girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Damn, dude. Which is like, yeah, it's like, that's horrible. Like I wouldn't. And I I also like want to think that he doesn't really think of it that way. Uh, No, I think he won. That's another thing is that sometimes. Well, that's even that's even no, more I think hard. He, to... I think he believed all that shit he said. I don't. I mean, <laughs> that's what I think. But I mean, again, I don't know the guy. I never knew him, so I don't know. But well, um, maybe his jacket just didn't do anything to but him. I'll tell you this. But look, <laughs> if you were at a benefit for a woman's shelter, and the guy on stage said Why he valued his jacket more than his girlfriend. Why did they book him? I mean, you could. Even... That's the first question. That's yeah. the first and only question. Even if you don't think the joke is funny, the situation is insanely hilarious. The situation, you, the situation is very <laughs> hilarious with how completely inappropriate it is to do that. Why would you do that? Why'd you do that? And, and the thing why about did, it, yeah, why did you book? No, who benefits from this? Like who benefit? Like what, it's a benefit, but what, <laughs> but I mean, like like sometimes comics do that. They do shit like that to be like, oh, I can't say that joke. Check this out, and they yeah. do it, and you're like, yeah, that's funny, but like, how is that? helping anything like how is it helping you i mean it's a funny story i guess but well are, are you kind of more asking what why he took the gig no, or why they booked i just him? i i don't because like, yeah, i can I just, understand why he why he took the gig to be to, to do that it's just to, <laughs> that was funny that's what i'm saying but why would you do that like just go be funny at an actual event with your people you it's, know what i mean because that's not as funny. the people who who are your you know your uh, fucking fans and stuff but yeah, you're right. It's not. It's not nearly. It's not as funny. It's not but... nearly as funny. Why would it be? Can you imagine how mad they would must have been? <laughs> I, I mean, my jacket, then my girlfriend. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> incredible. I still. I, I. It's just the the fact that they booked him though. That like that he they. Sorry for saying this, but they were asking for it. <laughs> I think that's a good note to uh, to end on. Uh, as always, guys, we're sponsored by Kirkies. <laughs> it actually heals all wounds because because Kirkies, yeah, physically or mentally, it supports it supports a an all women run art collective. Yeah, and uh, you know h- helps actualize uh, sure. the uh, the subjectivity of of oppressed women Heard. in the Central Asian country of kyrgyzstan yes which is why we get to say all the shit that we just said before this but we're just quoting somebody we're not you know yeah big deal we're, we're quoting a dead man so it's true <laughs> so, so fuck you 
Apparently, you're not allowed to say anything bad about dead people. Apparently, that's a thing. Uh, yeah, I think that's kind of bullshit. Yeah, I think it's kind of lame. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and folk, also, no one abides by that rule. Everyone talks about dead people. Everyone all the time. has these rules and <laughs> that they don't fucking go, subscribe to. Yeah, it's like I'm not gonna. Why am I listening to you? I don't even know yeah, you. He can't defend himself. He's dead. It's like, but I'm still gonna then, talk shit about this other dead guy who I don't like. But if he's dead, honestly, if I when I die. I don't give a shit what people, I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't even care what to do with my body. Fucking throw it, throw it in a ditch. I don't give a shit. I'm fucking dead. I'm, I'm in oblivion. Yeah. My, my consciousness is gone forever. Okay. But yeah, but you can't do that because it, it affects people who remembered you and liked you. <laughs> it's not cool. Yeah, it's a good call. I you guess. Know, I guess. That's, I think that's probably why funerals exist. It's yeah. just because it's not for the it's dead not for person. The dead person. Yeah. No. So I guess so I guess let's go ahead and cancel the whole throw me <laughs> in a, a ditch, ditch thing. Throw my corpse in a ditch. Um <laughs> the most lifeless corpse. It's the most lifeless. I guarantee you that my corpse will be the most lifeless corpse ever. Way what more you, than you. What do you even mean? It's 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 binary. It's one or the other. I know. It's either dead or it's not. But I no, mine's going to be like very dead, like super dead. <laughs> so you can't it's not It's going to be a new classification of death, super dead. <laughs> anyway, friends, uh thank you so much for listening if you have time. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. If you want more of this wacky hilarity, Ben, <laughs> you can uh, subscribe to our Patreon right now. Yeah, uh, that's true. $5 a month. You get uh, at least four episodes a month, sometimes five. Yeah, depending four, upon I think the, the, the math worked out to 4.17 episodes. Yeah, it's five bucks, dude. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you can, you can do that. I turn the tables on Ben and teach him about something on our Patreon, though. The past few weeks, uh, we've been working on a series, a quarter yeah, pounder, a quarter pounder. Yeah, it's a four, a four episode uh, arc uh, where I teach him about the, the the most notorious international criminal of all time. Wild. Yeah, yeah. So go ahead and check that out. Uh, as always, uh, keep on thinking hard, and if you're not Catholic, you're going to hell. And here is Hey Joe. That gun in your hand. Hey, hey, Joe. I want to know where you're going with that gun in your hand. I'm going downtown and shoot my old lady. Cause I caught her messing around with another man. Oh, yes, I did. Shoot my old lady I caught her messing around with another man